What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to My Social Life. This is the podcast where you can hear the real stories behind the people on social media. I'm your host, Jacob Kelly, and today's a takeaways episode. And if you're new here, what a takeaways episode is, is where I sit down and I talk to you about the most recent podcast episode of the week. And today we're discussing my conversation with Julia Weber, aka Little Miss Ottawa. And this is a really cool conversation for me to have because I've been following Julia prior to ever even starting the podcast. So she's someone that I'd consumed her content for a while now. She's actually someone that we'd been trying to get her on the podcast for a little while. I think I sent her a message in like the end of October. So within like the first couple months of me starting the podcast and she didn't end up coming on just with conflicting schedules and her different press tours and my busy schedule. It ended up lining up finally almost a year after I started the podcast about somewhere between six and eight months after I first reached out to her. So I'm really excited that we were finally able to kind of sit down and talk face to face for the first time ever. And kind of reflecting on it, it would have been really cool if I had gotten her back in October before she'd ever done her true face reveal uh, because not many people would have really gotten the chance to hear from her at that time. And I think even so, fast forwarding today where she's done the face reveal and I interviewed her after that happened, I still think it's really cool because there's not a whole lot out there in terms of interviews and good sit-down conversations with Little Miss Ottawa. So even though she's done the face reveal, it was still really cool for me. And one of the things she said, I think she said it pretty early on that it was really something that that jumped out to me was when, when she was talking about the algorithm and she brought it up at different points throughout our conversation. But when she brought it up early into, into, our, into the episode, she kind of put the onus of her posts not doing well on herself. Because I feel like today, everyone blames the algorithm for absolutely everything. They, they just blame the algorithm. Oh, my post isn't doing well. The algorithm sucks. Oh, I'm not getting likes anymore. The algorithm sucks, which I will hedge. And I will say this first. Yes, the algorithm does affect your organic reach. And yes, it will affect your engagement to an extent. But Julia's my, I really like the way Julia looks at the algorithm. She doesn't blame the algorithm. She looks at her post and if her post isn't performing well, her knee-jerk reaction, her first reaction is not to blame the algorithm. Her first reaction is to go, Okay, well, I guess people don't really like this content as much. Like she, if your post does well within the first hour, typically it will help the post do better over time because within that first hour, Instagram is going to evaluate whether people like this piece of content. And if a lot of people do, they're going to show it to more people. If a lot of people don't like this content, Instagram's algorithm is going to view that post as probably not the greatest. So they're not going to show it to other people because Instagram wants to show people the highest engaged content because they think everyone's going to like that content. So it's going to keep you on the platform longer. So within that first hour, your post doesn't do very well, then Instagram's not going to show it around because nobody likes it. So with Julia's mindset is when her post doesn't end up doing well, well, it's probably because it didn't do very well in that first hour. So she's got to kind of reevaluate maybe her posting time or the type of content itself. So she doesn't blame the algorithm if her post doesn't do well. She takes that blame and kind of puts it on herself and reevaluates. But like I said in the beginning, the algorithm does affect your reach and everything to an extent, but you can't blame everything on the algorithm. And and everyone nowadays, they're making content for the algorithm. That's something Julia said as well, is that people are making content for the algorithm. And if they do that, their content is just going to look the same every time. You need to be making content for yourself. Do not let the algorithm become an excuse for the type of content that you create and for how your content performs. Create content that you want to create 
and then go from there. You can't just be making content based around the Instagram algorithm. That's just not cool. That's not a way to be a creator. You need to be creating content that you wanna see. And the, honestly, the best way, like forget the algorithm for a minute, the best way to get likes and engagement on your post is to create really good fucking content. That was really aggressive. And I usually don't swear on this podcast. Like I kind of came out of my mouth and I went, whoa. And I usually do this in one take, so I don't want to restart this entire podcast or go back and edit it. So I'm going to leave that swear in there. But seriously, just make good content. That is the biggest determining factor of how your post does. If your post doesn't do well, that's probably because it's not the greatest post. Make good content and you'll get the engagement. Do not let the algorithm be an excuse. Do not make content for the algorithm. Make content that you want to watch. Make good content that you want to watch. And then other people are going to watch it as well. And in turn, they're going to like your content, which is in turn going to be viewed positively by the algorithm, which is then going to be showed to more people. So your engagement is going to do better. Start with your content. A lot of people start with the algorithm, but start with making really good content and go from there. Don't start with the algorithm. And you know what? If you are complaining with the algorithm, if you really hate the algorithm and you just don't want to deal with Instagram's algorithm anymore and oh, it sucks because you're not getting as many likes, go somewhere else. Like seriously, a tip Julie gave like, and this isn't me being like, oh, go away. Like go to where the people aren't. Everyone's on Instagram right now. Yes, the algorithm sucks. Another reason why you're not getting so much engagement is because it's so cluttered. Everyone's on Instagram. Everyone has multiple accounts on Instagram. Like just thinking right now, the amount of accounts that I could potentially post on is like six. That's a lot for just me. There's a lot of Instagram posts or Instagram posts, a lot of Instagram accounts out there. They're all posting. Clutter's higher. Go where people aren't. Julie made a blog and her blog is doing well. Right now, here are here are two, two platforms right now. If you're looking for really good Free reach, good organic reach. Number one, depends on what type of content I think you want to make. If you want to make the serious, the businessy type content, the thought leadership style content, kind of like the stuff that I feel like I make, go to LinkedIn. LinkedIn has great organic reach right now. Videos are doing very well on LinkedIn. And when people like and comment on your post, it shows your post to their followers. So I've heard it described as Facebook and Instagram. Uh, reach back in the day before the algorithm started to change like everyone's saying but yes I will admit that like the algorithm does affect your content I have said that I'm not saying it doesn't but LinkedIn right now the algorithm is very favorable how it shows your content to people is favorable so there's really good organic reach so if you make kind of more serious business style content LinkedIn is a great platform for you to be checking out and you to be creating content for another platform maybe make less serious businessy style content. Maybe you make kind of some humorous content or different things like that. TikTok right now is huge, huge. And everyone kind of writes it off as that's what the younger demo uses. But yeah, you know what's the thing with the younger demos? They're going to get older. So maybe they might not be your ideal target market right now, but one day they might. One day they might be. So you should be producing content for TikTok. And it's kind of like I've jumped on, I've poked around a little bit. I need to start, I really need to figure out sit down and figure out what type of content I should be creating for TikTok. But it kind of reminds me of Vine back in the day a little bit. Like there's kind of that that feel where people are just making these funny little skits and stuff like that. But the reach on TikTok boggles my mind. Now, like I live in Canada, so I don't see Instagram likes anymore. But even before that, I can't remember the last time I saw a post get over a million likes by a non-celebrity. TikTok, that happens all the time. 
I'll be scrolling posts, 400,000 likes, 500,000 likes, 800,000 likes, a million likes, 1.4 million likes on a post, not met followers to an account on a single post, 1.4 million people double tapped or however you like on TikTok. Organic reach on that platform is insane. So there's two platforms right now. If you're complaining about Instagram's algorithm, go to where the people are. And TikTok right now is becoming more and more popular as we go. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably in a bit of an older demo that doesn't use TikTok as heavily. So with that in mind, if you're in that older demo that doesn't use TikTok as heavily, yes, it might be full of kids and popular with kids right now. But if you can get there where in the terms of go to where the people aren't, go to where people in your kind of how you look aren't. Because if you're one of the first people that or within your age range or whatever it is with your type of content, if you're still one of the first ones over there, that's going to be beneficial for you. So that's two, two platforms right now where people aren't. Another thing, if you really want to stick on Instagram, because I don't know what it is. I feel like with Instagram, like it's just a default now in my brain into everyone's brain. When you think of growing an account, it's YouTube and Instagram. When you go to jump on your phone, the first app and you open is Instagram. When I go to make a post, it's Instagram. I just default into thinking Instagram first for some reason. I'm not sure why or what this is. I'm really trying to kind of change this in my brain, but I always jump on Instagram first. And I'm not saying you shouldn't use Instagram. I really want to kind of clarify that right now that Instagram is so prominent in culture, you shouldn't just jump off of it. I still think it's important that you're there. And the DMs on Instagram, I find, have been the most effective for me to make connections and get podcast guests. And I think Instagram is important. I'm not telling you not to jump on Instagram. The main premise of this is stop complaining about the algorithm. That was kind of the big one. But if you really want to stay on Instagram and you're looking for a way to kind of skirt around that algorithm, IGTV is huge right now. If you're looking for some good organic reach on Instagram, use IGTV. Like, it's crazy. I follow, again, if you follow this podcast for a while, you know that I'm a huge fan of Gary Vee. And one day, guys, I'm telling you, he will be a guest on this podcast. But what I was saying is that IGTV is huge, and I'll go on Gary Vee's account, and I'll just kind of to see what he's doing, different things, because I just observe the people. This was a trend in last week's podcast. Observe, or I guess two weeks ago, because I've got the uh, 50th anniversary, or 50th episode special. But with the Sam Found episode, is just go to the people that you that are doing what you want to be doing and see what they're doing. Like cop, not copy, but like use take bits and pieces of what they're doing and apply it to yourself. And Gary Vee doesn't really post many Instagram videos. He'll post IGTV videos, but not videos directly for Instagram, because Instagram is handing out organic reach and views on your IGTV posts much better because they want that to work. That's another thing Julia talked about. When companies like social media platforms roll out a new feature, use it because they want it to work. They want that new feature to stick. So they're going to be giving people that actually use it more organic reach. And they're just going to be pushing people that are using it so that their friends see that these people are using it to encourage more people to use it. So IGTV is one of those things that Instagram really, really wants to have work. They really want to be in the video space. They want to be a competitor with YouTube. So they're just handing out great organic reach to everyone that's using IGTV right now. So if you produce video of any kind, post it to IGTV. This I'm also saying for myself because I've only done it a couple times for the podcast and I really, really, really need to get better at doing that. I will cut all of my videos over a minute to under a minute to post on Instagram, but I have to remember IGTV should be a priority for me if I'm going to be posting video on Instagram. So going forward, 
That's something I really need to be cognizant of when posting on Instagram. IGTV, there's great organic reach out there. So if you produce video content, you should be posting on IGTV. Now, another one, another good point. This was another point that Julie made early into the podcast. And this has been a theme on several different episodes throughout the history of this podcast, all 51 episodes. Gear, let's talk about gear. If you're just starting, if you're a creator that's just starting and you're like, man, I really wanna, I really wanna create content. But I don't know, like, what kind of camera should I get? Like, I wanna have a podcast. Like, I don't really have the money, but I really wanna start. Like, what kind of, like, let me look at cheap mics and see what the best one is. And here's my tip for you. Reach in your pocket right now and pull out your phone. Done. That's it. Start a podcast. Start your YouTube channel. You wanna be a photographer? There you go. Done. Done deal. Do all three in your pocket. You don't need a Canon. You don't need a brand new Canon, a 1DX Mark II. You don't need a brand new Shure mic. You don't need all these crazy gear, all this crazy gear if you were just getting started, especially if you're just getting started. If we look at in the case of Julia, she's grown on Instagram for over 30,000 Instagram followers. She's one of the premier Instagrammers in her city. When she makes a recommendation for a business, it means something to not just the consumer, but to the business to get that stamp of approval from her. And she started using her phone. And this was five years ago. It's not like today where phone quality has gotten so much better. It wasn't awful five years ago, but it certainly was nowhere near where it was today. But she started using her phone. And she was able to grow her account. And it's not like it was once she bought that camera thing started to take off. Within the first week of her account, her posting, she really started to see some good traction. So using your phone is perfectly fine. Like let's break down every like what you need to do in order to really kind of get started in the three different means. We'll go photo, video, and audio. We'll run through it right now. This is kind of my recommendations for you if you want to do this. So we'll start with photos. Download the app. There's a couple different editing apps you can download. My two recommendations are Google Snapseed and Visco, VSCO, however you say it, V-S-C-O. Download both of those and you're chilling. You can do tons of editing. Everything you'll ever you'll want when you're starting is right there in those two apps. And then use your camera app. Done. You can even download like a manual camera app if you really, really want to and go out and take photos. You shouldn't let gear limit you creatively. You should let it... You should, so let me, let me backtrack on that. It will limit you to an extent. Of course it will. But what's going to determine how good of a creative you are isn't your gear. It's going to be how you play and how you can be creative within the constraints that are on you. If you're using your phone, how good can your photos be if you're just using a phone? Now, I just recommended two editing apps. You could also download different things. Like you download the Lens Flare app so you could have different lens flares on your photos. Like Peter McKinnon did a really good video on mobile photography. It's possible. Don't let that be a deterrent. deterrent. So if you want to get into photography, download either Snapseed, Visco, or both and go out and take photos on your phone. That's it. Once you start to get comfortable, you can kind of slowly start to improve. You could get a moment lens, which is a camera lens for your phone. And you can get better that way. You don't need to spend a couple thousand dollars on a brand new camera if you're just starting out in photography. Now let's go to videography. You open up the camera app on your phone, you take your videos. If you have an iPhone, you use iMovie. If you have a Samsung like I do, maybe use something like InShot, download InShot, I-N-S-H-O-T. You can edit your videos on there, upload them to YouTube from your phone. Boom, done. That's it. 
An example of a past guest, Max Brown, all he did, he, he did that. He literally used, I think it was iMovie and used his iPhone for better sounding audio quality. He threw his headphones in there, had the little mic on his headphones and his audio was a little bit cleaner. Boom, done using your phone. You want to have a podcast. Great. Open up the audio recorder on your phone, talk into it. Boom, done. That's it. Download the app. Can I maybe not boom done on that podcast? Download the app Anchor from the App Store, from the Google Play Store, whatever it is. Upload that audio file to Anchor. I have never personally used it, but I'm pretty sure you can add sound effects and intro music and everything to your podcast through that app. Done. You now have a podcast. You could publish. Anchor publishes it to all the major podcast platforms for free. You are done. You are a photographer, a videographer, and a podcast host, all using the piece of equipment that's sitting in your pocket right now. Do not let gear be a deterrent. Do you want to be a YouTuber? Be a YouTuber. You want to be a podcast host? Be a podcast host. It's possible. Do not let gear stop you. Like I said. What's going to determine how good you are is not the gear. It's how you play within the constraints that are in front of you. So my best advice to you, if you want to start, just start. Don't worry about the gear. The last piece, the last thing before we get into that, let me just have a drink of this lemonade I got sitting right here. Again, if you're new here, these are just one take. I don't re-shoot these. I don't edit, much, edit these too much. I will literally do two things to this audio. Trim the end where I, you can hear me clicking the on button. Trim the end where I where there's kind of like a little lapse before it finishes and that's it. But the last point is you never know who's watching your content. Really, you don't. And like, I feel like a lot of people, like myself included to an extent, you can get discouraged from time to time. And it ebbs and flows, kind of like how your motivation is, whatever. But you can get discouraged if people aren't watching your videos or downloading your podcast or liking your photos. And I get that, like it sucks. But at the end of the day, you got to remember, you're not just creating for people to watch it. You're creating because you enjoy creating. But I do also understand as a creator myself, I like to consider myself a creator. This podcast is creating. Um, you also, I do understand, you want people to observe and kind of take in what you've created. And you just want it to be acknowledged by different people. I get that. And so it sucks when people aren't watching your videos or downloading your podcast, like I said. But at the end of the day, like... There's two things, like, we'll go with the point Julie made first and then we'll kind of go with the point of the other point I want to make is when it only takes, in Julie's case, she said, you never know who's watching. Like literally she had someone from the Mexico tourism board what, like following her on Instagram or they saw her Instagram and they reached out to her to do a collaboration. Like she lives in Ottawa, Canada and the Mexican tourism board reached out to her. Like what? She probably never would have expected that in a million years. Like you really never know who's watching your content. Like here's an example from this podcast. So I was, how many episodes in was I? Uh, episode 16 was Yao City Style. So this is when I was still early on in the podcast, a couple months in, putting out podcasts every single week and I had like people, I had a list of people in Ottawa that I'd be like, oh, these would be cool to reach out to. And I'd always wanted to interview a YouTuber and I never had. And there was a moment where I remember checking my Instagram and I got a like on my Instagram account from Joey Kidney. He didn't follow me at the time. And he liked a post on my personal Instagram account. And within 15 seconds, he liked a post on the podcast Instagram account. And I was like, hmm, that, I don't think that's a coincidence. So I slid into his DMs right away. I was like, hey man, thanks for liking my posts. Um, if you ever want to be on the podcast, I'd love to have you on the show. Like I record here in Ottawa. Like it'd be great to get you on the show. 
And he was like, yes, absolutely. Like, I'd love to be on the show responding like five minutes later. So boom, that's how I got Joey Kidney. And I was like, well, that's weird. Like Joey Kidney, like that's cool. I wonder how he found it. And um, so when we were, he was at my house, we were just chatting and he's like, yeah, I saw you recording with a couple different people that I know. And I was like, okay, this is getting out of hand. Like you've done over 15 episodes now. When am I going to get an ass to come on your podcast? So Joey Kidney had been watching my podcast, like not every single one, like, but he'd been kind of watching it from afar and he was waiting for me to ask him. And finally, there's a moment where he's like, okay, another person that I know that he asked and he hasn't asked me yet, time to take matters into my own hands and get on this podcast. So uh, I'm not saying like my podcast was like the uh, the thing to be on. Like Joey did it because he likes to support local creators and I'm a local creator. We live in the same city. So I really appreciate Joey coming on the podcast and really taking the initiative to get me to ask him. Um, but like I said, you never know who's watching. I never in a million years would have expected Joey Kidney to be kind of seeing the people that were coming on my podcast and kind of hearing about my show, but he had. And because of that, he reached out to me. He didn't reach out to me. He just made made me aware that he knew who I was. And uh, I reached out to him from there. So you never know who's watching your content, which is really cool. Um, so keep creating because it just takes one viewer. One viewer, that's it. And your whole life could change. And I'm not saying my whole life changed because Joey came on my podcast. Um, but you never know who's watching. Like maybe someone watches it that really likes it and offers you a job because they really like your video style and they offer you a job. And from there, you're starting to get paid for the work that you enjoy to do. You just never really know. It just takes one view to change your life and you never know who's watching and where that one view is going to come from. So just keep creating. It's in the similar mindset of just keep creating because you never know what video is going to pop off and change your life. You never know what video is going to get seen by that one specific person that's going to change your life so my best advice to you keep creating i know it sucks if you're not getting the results you want if people aren't seeing the content that you're putting out there i get it trust me i really do and it sucks but like i said it just takes one viewer to change change everything so keep creating and just know that one day it could happen and just don't give up uh, but I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Whether you've listened the entire way through, you've only listened to bits and pieces. I really appreciate you taking the time to check this out. Guys, do me a favor. If you aren't following Little Miss Ottawa, I highly recommend you check her out. Uh, if you live in Ottawa, especially give her a follow. If you're not from Ottawa and you listen to this podcast, one, thank you. That's super cool. Uh, two, just check her out. Kind of see what this city's about. Uh, if you don't want to follow her because you don't want Ottawa content all the time, I respect that. But definitely check her out. Just kind of see the city that I'm from and just yeah it's pretty cool and if you'd like to follow me you can find me on twitter and instagram at, at the jacob kelly uh send me a dm I, my messages like my dms are always open i'm always looking for new messages i love to chat come and say hello and if you'd like to follow the podcast see some video clips from the podcast uh, you can search it up on instagram at, at my social life podcast or you can also uh search us up on youtube at just searching up my social life and we'll come up and another thing guys as i mentioned earlier you can connect with me on linkedin because i'm trying to do more content there so you can just search me up at jacob kelly at the time of recording this my photo is me uh, with a mic and the my socialite box next to me and it'll say yeah so just search me up Jacob Kelly and I really look forward to connecting with you thank you once again for listening to this podcast everybody we'll talk soon